everybody and welcome to another episode of the Bundesliga show, episode 18 of this season. Myself, Gav Mack, the boy Flo and the boy Devo. Gentlemen, how are you? All good, all good, all good. Can't complain. So far, okay. A little tired after a very intense weekend with Gav Mack in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> it was intense. It was intense. And um, let's talk about Friday. It's all about Friday because um, you come to meet me from the airport, got to meet your mum and meet your sister. Really nice. Um, dropped us at the hotel. Um, bit of drama, checking in, but we got sorted. Put my jeans on and off we went out on the beers, didn't we, Flo? Yeah, and that's not the only thing you got sorted. I mean, he was the star of the uh, karaoke bar that night. <laughs> what was it? Stevie Wonder Superstition? Stevie Wonder Superstition. That's, yeah. that's oh, where we do it. That's a classic. And I, I just saw the free rings incoming. I yep. don't know, man. Did you did you ever pay a beer for yourself on that trip? You're so no, gifted, man. After after that point, no, <laughs> legit. I thought well, because I I've got a bit of a cold still, and um, I actually felt it coming over on Monday's show last week, and then on Thursday's show, I was a little bit I was feeling a little bit rough. Can't lie, but I knew it was just a cold. It wasn't COVID or anything silly. But we we're in a karaoke bar. I can't not do it, can I? And I was like, right, <laughs> go on then, and I did it, and I struggled through it. And I was thinking, oh, these people are just staring at me, looking at me funny, like I've completely butchered it. Nope. They were loving it. And as Flo said, people kept buying me drinks. I felt famous. People kept coming, were you the guy who sang? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, oh yeah, let me buy you a drink. I was like, rah. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, and then I did um I did um Sam Sparrow um black and gold. Oh classic. Night. That's a great yeah. track. Nailed yeah. that as well, That's didn't I? Great of course track. I did. He's another did. one of them that just did one track and then kind of disappeared. Yeah. Along with who's the other one who did that? Um, uh, is it somebody like you or someone I used to know? Oh, you know the song I'm talking about. Someone yeah. I used to no, know. I'm not going to sing it. Oh, it's not to, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. We're here to yeah. talk about football. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. We could do well, a karaoke show one day, I suppose. We'll do a karaoke show. I used to do space, mm. the karaoke space on Twitter every mm. now and then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so you're singing on. the Arsenal anthem and I'm singing the Bayer Leverkusen anthem in karaoke. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I had a good time a good time singing that as well. And that's what we we did on 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 Sunday. You know, Saturday was just a, a day of just like walking about and having beers, bought some new darts, um, which um you need to ship those over to me. Uh flows if I'll give you my uh give you some details, give you some money, get those over to me because they were lovely. Um and uh yeah, Sunday. We'll, we'll, we'll start what happened on Sunday. Before we do that, of course, housekeeping, uh, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com forward slash MAD Sports Network. Make sure you hit that notification bell, smash the like button and all that jazz. Um, and in the meantime, if you don't want to watch the show, you can listen to the show instead by just searching the Bundesliga show on Spotify or wherever you get your main podcast from wherever you want to listen to it uh whether it be google play apple music or preferably spotify spotify please if you could do it on spotify that'd be great <laughs> spotify hashtag spotify um so yeah let's talk about some games and um what yeah we'll, we'll start with with what we did what we did what we got up to on sunday so i uh i made the, the short trip from cologne over to leverkusen to watch a frustrating game of football, which was Leverkusen nil, Dortmund two, um, was five straight wins for Leverkusen going into this game. 
and despite the the lack of form from Dortmund before the break, they've come out the blocks and they've now got 100% record. So things are starting to heat up a little bit, Flo. Yeah, it's very unfortunate that you had to see a loss, a uh, home defeat at the Bay Arena. So I guess you have to come back to see a win once. Okay. Unless he's a bad luck charm and every time he comes, you lose. Uh, he, well, he was good we, on a we, Celtic we away. So. We said, well, I was mm. going to say, we said, we said this, didn't we, Flo? I said, mm. I might have to come to an away game again because there's, there's conversation that um, mm. could be going out for the Freiburg game away at the end of the month. We'll, we'll cross that bridge, but yeah, away from home, slap four goals, dominate yeah. teams, you know. Don't, <laughs> yeah. don't go to home and Dortmund like away from home, they they delivered on Sunday. Leverkusen, from my point of view, had had a better start, but um, yeah, DRB had a good chance and score. And then yeah, it was Dortmund was just the, the more clever team when um, and they they showed Leverkusen what they are missing at the moment, and that's maybe a striker in the box. The way um, Alea, like uh, assisted, or even though the pass came or the cross came from Brandt, but the real assist was from Alea letting the goal pass through his legs. Yeah, yeah. And to Adiemi, make it possible for him to score his first Bundesliga goal for Dortmund ever. Unbelievable! How did he play the World Cup if he hadn't scored a goal before? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So that that was the difference, and in the second half, again a good uh, counter attack from Borussia Dortmund. Great uh, change. Of sides on the pitch, so good, good cross ball. A bit of unlucky goal, but still they're behind. There were two Dortmund strikers, so in the end, it was the more mature team that won the game. I'd say. Yeah, I feel like um, Leverkusen did have some chances, but I came up against an inspired goalkeeper on the day. Um, on another day, Diaby gets a brace at least. You know, um, I don't at think he least. really did anything wrong with any of those finishes, really. Um, I just think Kobo was on the kind of form. And you can see the way he was celebrating the saves. It, 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 you know, he wasn't going to be beaten. You could have been playing for four or five hours. It, it, he was inspired. Uh, it's just one of those days, really. I think Leverkusen are going in the right direction under Alonso by the looks of it. Um, I think, as you said, they're a difference from, a, I think it's a fit Patrick Schick putting the ball in the back of the net is the only thing that really Leverkusen are missing at the moment. Um that's not easy to come by. Goal scorers is a is. I've been saying this for quite a while. It, it's a currency it's a that's very. Breed, it's a dying it? breed. Yeah, it's 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 hard to find striker. goal scorers at the moment. There's not many of them that you think. Yeah, that's a top goal scorer. Um, so, yeah, Leverkusen need to need to go and find someone. If Patrick Schick isn't there, who's going to come in and do that? Oh, I've got Adam Hlosek, but he's he's still quite... he's young. He's very young. He's young. Yeah, experienced. The league. Yeah, came it's a bit from, unfair. Big league, is it? Yeah. You know, Logic like needs like to one. adapt. And Asmund, he was like the the first year for him was very unlucky. Lots of injuries, didn't play many matches, not many successes for him. So I know he he said in in media, in Iranian media, that he wanted to stay at the club, and he's not thinking about a, a change during the winter transfer market. I think that's a good sign. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. The next three matches are vital for Leverkusen because it's uh, Mainz, Hoffenheim and Augsburg. Or basically the other way around. Augsburg, Hoffenheim, Mainz. Mm-hmm. And you need to grab points over there because it's already eight points to spot six, which which is a huge gap. I mean, it's very close from six to one. 
But uh, after that, eight points to Leverkusen, seven points to Gladbach on nine and eight. That's um, yeah, that's quite a lot. Yeah, it's very tight up there. And the reason why it's tight, even tighter, is down to Bayern Munich at the moment more than anything else. Um, since the break, three one-all draws, another one this weekend against Frankfurt this time. And um, there's also a signing which is happening. We'll talk about the game first and we'll talk about the signing, which is close to an agreement now. And by the time, if you're listening to the show, it probably would have already happened by then. But if you watch it live, mm. it's not quite done yet. So <laughs> that, that's how it works. Mm. Um, but um, yeah, Kala Moani, again, boiling out. And I thought he was, I thought he was dangerous most of the game. Anytime he was in and around the ball, something seemed to, to be happening, something seems to be brewing for Frankfurt. Uh, Daichi Kamada with the assist as well, and um, Konamawani with his seventh goal in the league, but he's also got 10 assists himself, 17 goal involvements since he's made his move mm. over to the Bundesliga. Um, the opener was from Muller, um, sorry, not from Muller, from a Muller assist, I should say, from Leroy Zane, and that incidentally is Muller's 300th goal assist in a uh, goal or assist. In I was going to say. Bundesliga. Um, <laughs> yeah, that'd be right, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> Best decision of time. But this mm. is, this is I'm, I'm just a little bit concerned with, with Bayern right now in terms of knowing how to put teams to bed because they dominate games still, but they're, uh, they struggle. I was saying they're struggling that much. They're not, they're still scoring lots of goals more. Like, mm -hmm. I know the last three games, they haven't scored as many as they should maybe, but they're still bagging. But they're just not putting teams to bed anymore. What's going on, Devon? Yeah, it, it seems like the aura of Bayern has kind of suffered over recent recent weeks. Um, it seems like teams are still taking a battering. You know, I think Cologne took a battering in that game, but hung in there uh, and managed to get themselves a point. I think Frankfurt. Um, you know, I think at the beginning, Kevin Trapp made a couple of really good saves early on. Boy says. Um, but I think Frankfurt. At the end of it, maybe one one's a decent result on paper. I think um, I think Frankfurt weren't scared of Bayern. Frankfurt generally do have some decent results against Bayern over the years as well. To be fair, so it's a bit of a bogey team for Bayern, but um, something's not there. And, and it's Lewandowski is the difference. I was thinking about this on the way to work um, the other day. I was thinking, how many games? How many of these games will Lewandowski have a half chance to put it in the back of the net? And then that begins the route. You know, Dowski does something out of nowhere or a uh, little half chance in the box. He finds himself a little bit of space and gets on the end of it. He has that kind of knack that Arud van Nistelrooy used to have where he somehow knew where the ball was going to break. He knew where to position himself. If there's a shot on goal, the keeper's going to parry it. Chances are it's going to be here. So I need to be here for a tap-in, which not every striker has. Everyone says these tap-ins are easy goal. There's more to it than that. You have to you have to have that kind of anticipation in the box to know where the ball is going to drop. Lewandowski has that. Chupa Moting has scored goals, but he hasn't got that it's killer, killer instinct. instinct. He hasn't yeah. got it. He hasn't got it. And I think that's what Bayern are missing. And I think that's where Bayern were dangerous, where they would get that second goal. And then from there, it's like, right, tails are up. Let's go get four, five, six. I think they're missing that at the moment. I agree with you, but I think there's something else as well. It's that they're, they're just not having any pressure at the moment. We had a similar situation uh, back in autumn when they also drew like three games in a row, I believe. And currently, it's January is just Bundesliga. They were five points ahead of the rest of the table. Now it's getting more close. 
in now slow but steady uh, midweek games are going to start with German Cup and with Champions League. And that's the Bayern Munich crunch time when they have these three matches. They know they have to perform. Then they'll perform. They know they have some pressure in the Bundesliga and then they'll start winning matches. I'm pretty sure of that. Yeah, and even sure. without Lewandowski scoring 40 goals, Chupomoting might score around about 15 to 18 goals. And this still might be enough for becoming champion in the Bundesliga. Mm. Will um, be enough. This this signing, it's uh is Joao Cancelo, regarded as the as the boy in in the Premier League last season. This season, yeah, I don't think his performances have been all that bad, actually, when he's played left back or right back or a little bit further forward. But Rico Lewis is seems to be the the main person at right back for for Man City right now. And you know, the fact that Joao Cancelo was not the the go-to right back for Portugal. It was Diogo Dallo, wasn't it, in the World Cup, which surprised a lot of people, to be honest. Is, right back is, is an issue at, at, at Bayern, isn't it? You know, Pavard can't stay fit and he's sort of falling out. doesn't want to bit. play it. And he's, yeah. he's not a right back, really, is he? He's a centre-back no, by trade. Really, he, he's, but... he's, from my point of view, Pavard is a world-class right back if you would accept that position. Mm. But he wants to play as a centre-back. And he's just like international class centre back, maybe just or good good Champions League centre back, but not a Champions League winner centre back. I don't know, something mm-hmm. something like that. Not and quite the elite just, level. They have Josep Stanisic, who is mm. Bundesliga average. I'd say it's okay. And Kimmich can play right back, but they want to see him in midfield. Mm. So it's a problem for them. And um, I always saw Cancelo more as a left back. But then I heard that he also played right back sometimes. You you maybe know more about that. Yeah, I, that I think it would be a good deal for them. Yeah, I think it's a massive deal. I think for me, he's been the, the best fullback in the Premier League for a couple of years, whether it's right or left back. He mm. performs either way. I think he, I think maybe there's some sort of something behind the scenes between him and Pep where he's falling oh, out with so. Pep a little bit because uh, there's, no, there's no real other explanation for it because as you said he's not performed badly he's an integral part of their you know of their team both ways going forward and back mm. um but it's a huge signing for for buying um alone i think with 70 million option i think it is yeah 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 um which is crazy money for a fullback but uh cancelo i think what's he 26 27 something like that so i think he's still got a lot of time he's 29 um, is Actually, it 29? Jesus, yeah. is that? Wow. Time I it's a one and a half year loan, so I'm mm. pretty sure Bayern won't. Time flies. My God, clever. it's 2023, guys. It's 2023. That's I'm not mental. ready for it. It's incredible. It. Yeah. Um, yeah, either way, that's still a great signing. I mean, 70 million seems a bit much, but it's not my money, is it? So, no, exactly. <laughs> this is the thing where when people talk about transfers and that, <clears> it's not, I, I don't care. Mm. I, it's not my money. Yeah. It doesn't bother me whatsoever. Oh, you're moaning about five million. We'll just pay the extra five million. I couldn't care less. It's not my money. And it's not going to make that much of a difference. Paying for skies it is anyway. So, <laughs> whatever. Um, right. Berlin Derby. Hurter getting hurt again <laughs> by their city rivals. Berlin is red right now. They won 2-0. Packed stadium, 74,000 fans there. Literally carnage in there. Um, bit of a damp squib of a game, if I'm honest. 
from from uh, my recollection of of the game. Um, uh, Dweki on the on the score sheet again though, um, opening the scoring this time, lovely header, and then um, um, Zaguin with the uh, with the second goal, like pretty much putting the game to bed uh, from a counter attack. But Union Berlin, this is uh, people need to start believing. People need to start believing and just trust me on it. Next season, title charge. <laughs> With Isco? You heard about that rumor? Yeah, I've heard about that. I read about that. Isco. What I'm talking wow. about? Isco yeah. to Union Berlin, if you told me that five yeah. years ago, I would have sent you to the, I don't know, asylum <laughs> somewhere. To, yeah, 100% <laughs> mental asylum. Oh, okay. yeah. This guy, he smokes too much funny stuff. He, he's, he drinks too much funny stuff and takes things that shouldn't never be taken. Mm. Roll on yeah. 2023. People like this guy are being linked with the club and they put in in performances. When they lose a game, I'm actually more shocked than anything else. Just the way they set up that 3 yeah. 4 1 2 slash 3 4 2 1. Uh, Jardo Becker, he's the top goal scorer, but he's also got more crosses than anyone else in the team as well. Mm-hmm. So he might as well just cross it to himself and score. <laughs> you know, he's, he's just, they're just Have, so well structured. Um... He's been heavily linked with Everton as well. I would strongly don't suggest do he doesn't it. do that. Don't I would strongly do suggest do not, Sheraldo Becker, if you ever watch this show, do not do it. Do don't not go do to it. Everton. What that are Everton? Would be a don't massive do it. backward step in your career. Yeah, 100%. But they also signed um, Lauduni, who I think is a brilliant signing for Union oh, Berlin. That. Yes, yeah. we were speaking about that but last week, weren't we? Yeah. I, I think, um, you know, signing, signing, some players just fit a club profile. I think these two are just like, they'll love him. Oh, absolutely like love him. Like a glove. Um, Friday night, when uh, when I did get to um, did get to, to Germany, we went to Tankstelle, wasn't it? Yeah, and, well, uh, it means gas, gas station, if you yeah, translate yeah, it yeah. briefly. And um, Flo was on the Belgian beers. I was in I was in Cologne, so I'm only drinking Kölsch. It's the only way to do it, in my opinion. And um, we decided to sit and watch the Leipzig Stuttgart game. Did we not? Um, wasn't I really that impressed? I was enjoying the beer more than the game, if I'm <laughs> honest. Flo. Yeah, same with me. But um, I was impressed by the two, or by the fact that uh, Sobosly scored two goals, and especially the second one. That was oh, yeah. proper not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell you what, lads. That's a cracking goal, that is. Fuck me sideways. What a finish. Yeah, big fan. Big fan. Perfect, by the way, that's, perfect that's handling, the only Galazzo, by the way. Yeah, by the way, that's that the only yeah. Galazzo this week. That was a great finish. Great goal. Yeah. It was a great finish. Yeah. I don't, is, there, is there anyone in world football who can strike a ball better than Shabozlai? Right now? He, he's just got a phenomenal shot on him. It's I can't think of many... You know, you used to have back in the day, like Adriano, who you knew he could pack a punch, and Rakoba, and these guys were oh, famous for their, famous for long distance striking of the ball. Yeah. Shabozla is the only person I could think of off the top of my head right now. You think if he gets the ball 25, 30 yards out, don't let him shoot. Well, that's you know what's what I mean? good. Luck Kimmich is listening before. because he just smashed it in uh, three weeks earlier. From yeah, Kim- Kimmich, yeah. <laughs> he's not doing that that regularly. <laughs> that's true. I give you that. Yeah. Yeah, in terms of consistency, yeah, he's the guy as far as mm. I'm concerned. He's he's banging form right now. He's really loving life. And this is 
another team that are involved in a in a potential title race. And the fact that they've won eight of their last nine, well eight of their last nine games at home with uh, since Marco Rose has taken over just goes to show that they're trying to make the that arena a bit of a fortress right now. And it's not easy for teams to go there and get results. It hasn't ever been since they've been in the Bundesliga, really, but they've actually started to put a bit of a stamp on it. They did get a little bit complacent, though, and Flo and I had a bit of an argument about this on Friday, about the penalty shout, Gavardiol. Hmm. Penalty every day for me. Uh, I still can't figure out what... what, what technically, is you're, technically, you're right. But it's just, uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I, Man, I think as, I'm as, as a referee... That. I, I wouldn't even care about the situation. I wouldn't even care to watch because there was no striker or nothing happened. It wasn't. A, it was. It was just by chance that the ball hit his hand. It was a little bit unlucky, a little bit dumb. Okay, I give you that. But still, even, this even penalty is, is a huge gift for, or was a huge gift for for Stuttgart. Yeah, even more reason why it's definitely a penalty. We'll talk about another handball situation in a couple of moments' time, but. That's even more reason for it to go. The ball's gone over his head. He's put his arm up. Punch it. Pen. It's it's not. It wasn't. Silly. It didn't even change the direction of the ball. It's still in his hand. It, and it's, it's like the referee so giving dumb. a penalty is like, ah, uh, I I know something. I know it better than you. This is a penalty. I have to to it's, show it's that I'm I'm right. It's one of those yeah. as a referee when you see that happen, you go, did he? Did he just do that? Well. Well, I've got no, I've got no choice but but to give that. How stupid are you? And I've been in those situations before. I've, I, I don't. If you don't like, if you don't give it, it's almost like it, it never happened. Then I bet Stuttgart hadn't <coughs> realised it happened. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> absolutely dumb. Um, so yeah, not happy about that. But I think did think they got a little bit complacent. They started getting a bit sloppy with their passing. Once they made it 2-1, uh, 2-0, and it just looked a bit silly. And Stuttgart also had that opportunity at the end. And I said, I was like, I wouldn't be surprised if they did if, if they did bring one back. I said, I wouldn't be surprised if they went on and got a draw. Because um, it would just be typical, really. And um, both of those things that I've said about the typicalness and the penalty situation lead me kindly into the Bremen versus Wolfsburg game, where Bremen won 2-1, which me and Flo on the show on Thursday, I said it would be typical for Wolfsburg to lose this game and Bremen to get all three points. And this is exactly what happened. But, 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 the penalty. It is, this is one of those decisions where I think you are just, you're just looking to give something. You want to, it's almost like Refi wants to be centre of attention here. Because how... Gerhard even has time to blink and or think to move his hand out of the way in order to give that penalty, like to, to give it as handball. I just think it's, I think it's crazy. It's literally inches away yeah. from him and his arms are in a relatively natural position. In fact, it go a natural, they go into a natural position once the ball's already struck his arm. It's not a penalty yeah, for me. Yeah, no, again, this was one of the ones where I watched it a couple of times and I couldn't figure out why it was given. It took me two or three attempts to actually realise what happened. I thought a Wolfsburg player uh, had handled it at first. So did I. Because it, it was so close, I couldn't tell whose hand it hit. 
So, uh, and then, and then I was looking, I was thinking, surely that's there has to be a point where you have to calculate a distance. Yeah. Because if you strike a ball point blank at someone's arm, like that, they what can they do unless they're standing there like this? Yeah. You know, for the, you know, for the purpose of those listening to this, I have my arms wide stretched. You know, um, but <laughs> if you if you've got your arms by your side, or you know, you're making a running movement where your arms have to come up because you can't run with your arms straight by your side, can you? You yeah. have to your arms come up a little bit. Um, that shouldn't be given for me. I think it's ridiculous, but ridiculous never, um, never decision. Happened. One of the most abhorrent decisions I've mm. seen for a long time. I love the word abhorrent. Anyway, um, it was a penalty given, despite what we think. Uh, Fulcroig from the spot, bam, 1-0. And um, then towards the end, uh, about 15 minutes ago or so, um, got himself another goal from close range, which means Nicholas Fulcroig is... The top goal scorer in the Bundesliga. Can you believe it? 13, 13 Bundesliga goals that he scored so far this season and himself obviously getting a brace in that game. Uh, Paredes with a nice little strike towards the end. Not Galazzo worthy. As I said, there's only one which is worthy. Clean of. strike. It was a clean strike, yeah. It's just a, it's just, it's a good goal. Well done. Proud of you uh, moment there, but nothing else really. Um, there's a question in the comments. We'll come to that. In a few moments' time, um, there's a couple more games we need to run through. Uh, let's go. I'll tell you what, just briefly, just briefly, because this game is this game is awful. All the, I say the game is awful, but there's there's something to give. So. Yeah, Schalke are shite, of course. Um, however, thought they were pretty good again. <laughs> <laughs> they, they did. Their, they tried their best. They did what they, what they can do, and they yeah. did what set, what satisfies uh, the fans at Schalke. They on fought, double digits. They now. went into the one on ones. Yeah, mm. yeah. I think they were. Digits, they've got a clean sheet. A very good save away from winning that game. I think uh, the Moritz Jens header. I think um, that could have quite easily gone in. That was a great save. Yes, hundred percent. That was. Um, that would have been. A debut goal for him only three minutes into the game as well it's his first yeah. ever bundesliga game despite him being german can you imagine that he's on loan from lorient at the moment he's been playing he's played out at celtic as well yeah so he's 23 i thought he looked quite good as well he, he does look a decent prospect that, yeah yeah i reckon he could go on and, and do something a little bit more more substantial than than hang around um in gelsenkirchen bless him um <laughs> the fsa goalkeeper um Marvin Schwerber, I thought he had a good game. Um, that's it, actually. I've got nothing else to say. This game is awful. <laughs> it's awful. Um, but like, yeah, Schalke had three really three clear cut opportunities for, um, with headers. All three actually um, mm. that were that were clear cut, and uh, they didn't score any of them. Zalazar, right at the end, I thought need to do that. He needs to do, but at least he should have scored there for me. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. it was written on his face when he realised uh, that he'd done effed up. Bless him. Um, Hoffenheim and Gladbach. This is a mad game, actually. Um, Hoffenheim can't can't buy a win at the moment. Yeah, yeah. They have to start looking behind them because they're in they're in a bit of trouble. Gladbach six on the trot. I think they've lost now, isn't it? I think. Seven. Is it? Seven. Oh no, no, six six on the trot. Winless in seven, right? Okay. Okay. So, yeah. 
But yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a long time to go, considering that Hoffenheim, we were talking about Hoffenheim a few years ago of, you know, can they be that team that put the pressure on at the top mm. of the table? And they've had European exploits as well over the last 10, 15 years, but it's just not looking quite good for them at the moment. Um, John Brooks, happy birthday, Brooksy. Uh, he's, um, he's, he's back in the Bundesliga. He was at fault for two of the goals, in my opinion. Yeah. And uh, just had an all-round bad game, bless him. He and, did. Um, it's mad because this is Gladbach's first away win of the season. So, what what, what what's gone wrong at Gladbach at the moment? Well, um, not much after that week. That was a, a, a brilliant win for for Gladbach. Oh no, yeah, but before 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 that, before getting this I season, think I think they just had they they were missing some big players. Um, I think they just had a run of like bad luck, yeah. some poor performances. But I, I, I think they will come good. Um, I think you look at the players that are kind of stepping up since the World Cup. Stindl's been on form. I think he's got what four goals um, three, since the break. break. Yeah. yeah, and Hoffman's performing. These are the big players that Munich and Gladbach need to step up. There's the whole Turam thing. We don't know if he's going to stay. They've lost Sommer. Um but I think they're going to. These kind of things can galvanize a team and bring a bit of a unity. Uh, I think that's kind of what what you're looking for from Gladbach off the back of this. Put a run together and they're a good side. Yeah, that's some positions are a bit unbalanced, I have the impression. I mean, you, you're mentioning Stindl, Hoffmann, Turam, they're good players offensively. But then in the center of the midfield, there's like Kone. Kramer playing as a playmaker. I, mm. I don't I don't get that. He's not even a good good one good on the six, good center mid defensive midfielder. <laughs> Why is he the one pulling the strings at the moment? And then like and Ben Sabaini, quite quite good Bundesliga level. Itakura had a good performance against Hoffenheim, but still Itakura and Scully on the right part of the uh, defense. It's not that it's like the best players, it's it's a bit of a weird squad, I, I have the impression. Because they're able to to do bits, but on the other hand, it's not surprising sometimes if they don't, or you always find an explanation. So they're exactly at the spot where they belong, eight ninth. And I would see Hoffman right next to them, but uh, uh, Hoffman performing very poorly at the moment. Yeah. Just going to sign Delaney as well, haven't they? Offenheim, Delaney's yeah. back. Yeah, Thomas Delaney. Yeah, man, he, and remember they have Angelino on the on the left side, and he played yeah. the wonder season last season. I still find it mad that he left um, left left Leipzig, but they got they got round now, aren't they? So yeah, they swapped him basically, didn't they? I'm, I'm, yeah. When you think of Angelino, a couple of years ago, Man City were going to go get him back. He was that good. He was he was balling out, and, and he's grown hair and got worse. Yeah, maybe he should just get a trim again, and then he just needs to go back. again. Do, do the opposite of uh, Turkey Barnet. A um, couple games just to, to run through quick. Um, Freiburg and Augsburg. Freiburg won 3 1. Uh, Freiburg's first win since the since the break, I believe. It is indeed, yeah. With Grifo on the bench. I know. It's a it good sign. He did come off the bench. We've got the, the form, form is getting better, Freiburg. You know, they had this massive loss against Wolfsburg, then a home draw against Frankfurt. They were already the better side against Frankfurt. Yep. Now a home win against Augsburg. So that they're, they're on their way. And don't forget, 34 points is just great for Freiburg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly that. Mm -hmm. uh, Gregorich against his former club as well. 
Nice finish. Um, he got the he got the opener. Yeah, it was a nice finish once again. Not Galazzo worthy. There's only been one Galazzo this week. <laughs> Bundesliga, do better. Do better for us. Got too many little videos here to use and can't use any of them uh, <laughs> apart from Mr. Bosley on, of course. And um, Mainz, Mainz, Mainz are back. Um, Mainz, <laughs> Mainz beat Bochum uh, by five goals to two. Um, it's the double that they've done over over Bochum. Mm. And Onisivo, he scored himself a hat trick. That's the first time he's scored more than one goal in a game since the opening day of the season. Incidentally. Against Bochum. So yeah. that's five goals in two games for him. Scored, uh, opening, yeah, he's scored seven goals all season. He seven scored goals seven, season. seven goals all season, five of them against Bochum. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. Um, seven goals <laughs> Can we four, play you every week? Yeah, across four <laughs> games. So effectively, he scored seven goals in four games. That's good. It's a good. That's, that's, that's Harlan levels that we're talking right now. Mm. You know, I'm all for it. Um, Jason Lee, with the opening goal after just 44 seconds, it's now officially the quickest goal of the since since the uh, return. Um, I need to double check whether it's the quickest goal of the season so far. I didn't do that much research on that, if I'm honest. <laughs> um, nervy 18 minutes really to go after Bochum scored two goals in uh, the matter of just three minutes. And uh, but yeah, first ever hat trick in the Bundesliga for Onisivo. Um, what does this mean for Mainz right now, Flo? It's just give them uh, some security. They're in eleven spot right now, and seven points clear of the relegation zone. But still, what is it? Nine points shy of European Cup. They're just gonna play their style, play their games, grab grab some points every now and then. And too good to go, too bad to go up. It's just an easy life for mid -table mine. Club? It's, it's like, yeah, yeah, cl classic mid-table club. And it's like when you Not know you you'll pass a class and you you don't care about the exam anymore. So you're just doing your, your thing. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. All right, that's stuck in the middle. Indeed. Um, that question. Just want to come back to that uh, from a dash. Big, big up yourself, by the way. It's been a, been a minute. Um, so it's, hey, guys, who would you realistically sign to be the heir to Chupo Moting's throne at Bayern? Yes, respect, um, Eric, Maxim Chupo Moting, of course. Now, I've got a name in my head. I want to get your name first. Are we thinking of just Bundesliga or no. in general world football? Out there right now. Mm. Potentially available. I've got a name in my head. Um, Lautaro Martinez, I think, would do okay. a great job at Bayern Munich. Um, you know, his name's often been banded around as leaving Syria. Um, I think someone like Osherman, I think, will probably end up uh, in the Premier League. But he's one who would do wonders at Bayern as well. Uh, Flo, you got uh, any names? I think of Kulumwani, to be honest. Oh, mm. just be so unfair. <laughs> <laughs> be so Makes unfair. sense. It's 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 for oh me for God. me Lautaro Martinez is more. He's, he's not a, a cultural wise, not a player for the Bundesliga. I would mm. see him rather in at Paris, uh, Paris, Paris Saint Germain, or at mm. uh, at the club in the La Liga. And Kolomwani, he seems to me to be a little, 
a little bit like a modest guy, but still very self-confident. And if you're playing in, in Germany right now, Bayern Munich is always or mostly the number one option if they want you. I have seen very few players who resisted Bayern Munich and changed to a bigger club. In the uh, yeah, bigger club abroad. So I'd say if Bayern Munich is um, yeah, fully determined about uh, Kurumani, they get him, and he's he can develop very much. Hmm. Yeah. Two words: Dusan Vlajevic. Go mm. get him. Go save him from the Serie dis- B disdain <laughs> of what is going on at Juventus. Mm. Juventus they lost at the weekend against Monza. Yeah. Yep. Monza at home. Dusan Vlajevic. He doesn't. He doesn't want that. Go, I think go, there's going to be a fire sale as well. I think there'll be a whole there'll be a fire sale at Juve um, in the summer. I think a lot of players will be looking to leave that club because um, I don't think the punishment's completely finished. There's there's where there may no, be more punishment coming their way. Yeah, they've already hammered yeah. with 15 points. There's more there's more drama coming their mm. way by the end of the season. I was really looking forward to going to the um, the Juventus Stadium next season mm. uh, with to watch Palermo. Palermo. But um, yeah, it looks like we're going to miss them. It looks like we're going to miss them. We're going to be like passing ships in, in the night. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed anyway. But no, I think Dusan Vlajevic at, at Bayern, he is the, exactly the type of mould of forward that would be able to go in there, hit the ground running and bag an obscene amount of goals. I think it, I think it would happen. I don't, it's not going to happen this, this window. Um, like, like on, like I know what's going on. Um, but like, if ITK I was, Gav Mac, yeah, ITK, yeah, Gav ITK Mac. But no, if I, I just think that is a, a perfect match for for, and they've got the money to to buy him anyway, and that sort of stuff. And you know, I, just, I, I they would be able to get a great deal. I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. Because they say, okay, you paid 70 million back then. Now we're not going to pay that. That's the same amount of money. Um, It's maybe approximately about 50. We make a loan deal out of it and pay five now and then 35 later. And all of a sudden, they buy Blauvich for a very cheap amount of money. Yeah. Indeed. But um, that brings us to the end of Bundesliga. Any other business? I don't think so. No. No, but we can talk about transfers next week. Because there's yes. some interesting Amazing. stuff going on at the moment. I mean, Stuttgart, I don't know what they're doing. They sold their uh, TV, their, their marketing rights to Sport5 today. Oh, okay. So Sport5 will do like all the sales for hospitality seats, sponsoring mm. rights, naming rights, etc. But Stuttgart will take care of the sponsors for themselves. So that's the deal. But it's bringing in some fresh money. And now they're investing heavily. I believe they already signed two players. They're looking forward. They want to sign Waldschmidt, maybe. Yeah. But one was Har- one was I Haraguchi. Think there's a lot to expect from Stuttgart. So, yeah. So, really to, like, you get all this money and you sign Haraguchi. But, but still, they have, like, they have like a massive construction at their, at their side. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're desperate. Yeah. We'll see what, what's, yeah. what's about to come. Yeah, we'll have, a, we'll have a good old chat about that next week. Ian. But um, yeah, don't forget, um, if you'd rather watch, Subscribe to the YouTube channel, please do. Uh, so you get notified every time that we go live, which is every Monday, UK time, 10 p.m. And, it, you know, across America and uh, Australia, just just check your times. Just 
to let you know it's 10 p.m uk time um but then shortly after we'll be available on audio i'm going to stay up i'm going to do it so what happened last night i stayed up i got back late because the the the, the train was delayed trains is horrible at the moment in liverpool awful. it was awful honestly i was so damn cold but then i got back and i watched the the nfl the the first game the the eagles versus the 49ers i watched most of it on my phone and then got back to the hostel and watched the the end of that game and then there was no one else hanging around downstairs so i was like can you leave the the nfl on they're like yeah that's fine so my boys the kansas city chiefs watching them getting very animated and whatever <laughs> but then as the night was going on got to like two o'clock local time i was getting a bit tired and the animation stopped and it was just more you know hand slaps on the knee and that sort of stuff and i'm, I'm watching the game watching the game and there's 17 seconds left of this game patrick mahomes gets the ball he shuffles along and runs he makes his nice little run out to the right hand side and then gets tackled out of bounds 15 yard penalty eight seconds left on the clock oh my god oh my god tv locks off oh no <laughs> and i was like i was like wait what's going on they were like oh really sorry um everything at 4 p.m resets and starts at uh, 4 a.m resets and starts again and i was like <laughs> so like i logged on to game pass really quickly like i say really quickly it helps me for login details then my password I put the password and put it in wrong I'm, my hands are shaking i'm like <laughs> trying to get it all done and um yeah by the time i opened it we're already already won the game everyone's everyone's laughing and and, and crying and stuff and i so i missed I missed the vital moment and it's not the only time I've ever missed a vital moment quickly before we go. So my friend, Glenn Bogle, he will always, he always winds me up about this. And I have to remind him that I took him to the Champions League final in 2012 as one, as, as a very, very good friend, best friend. And also to make up for missing the winning goal, the only goal, of the 2010 World Cup final. As the ball was passed through, we both leant forward on the sofa. I leant on the remote and turned it onto country file. And as I turned it back over, there's Iniesta wheeling off his celebration. The most important goal of 2010. One of the most important goals in the history of football. And I missed it. That's all right. They've got replays for such things. It's fine. Yeah. I know. It's not the same, <laughs> is it? It's not the same. Um, but yeah, um, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Also, follow um, us somewhere on social media. Our names are in our handles. So if you're watching it, like, give us a follow. At GavMat23, G-A-V-M-A-C-K-2-3. At Senor Laboron. At DevoLDN. Follow us on our Twitters if you can. Um, my YouTube, my um, Insta is the same. Um, is your Insta the same, um, Flo? That's my one and only social media yeah. name. 
That is that is the name. And Devo is also slightly different. Mine's Devo Land LDN. Devo Land uh, Devo Land LDN. Give us a follow on stuff. You know, we post stuff, you know, every now and then. And um, also feel free to listen to us instead if you'd rather that. Um, just search the Bundesliga show on Spotify or wherever you you uh, listen to your podcasts. But ideally on Spotify, that'd be lovely if you did. Uh, but myself, Gav Mack, the boy Flo and the boy Devo, thank you and we'll see you next Monday. Peace. Peace.